This is a TDSN production. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to the first rendition of Let's Get Into It. This is a new TDSN project we're taking on. As always, my name is Garrett, and I'm here with my co-host. What it do, what it do. This is Jalen Prince. We got a guest on it with us, too. So we've got Aaron from Brutally Honest Sports. Aaron, what's going on, man? I uh, can't complain. You know, a little holiday weekend and uh, getting into it with, with a couple guys I listen to quite often, so I can't really complain. There we go, and we appreciate it. But yeah, so before we before we get into it, all every pun intended, the idea behind this show is to really because of what we for the listener basically what we do is we cover so many topics and we try to keep it under an hour this is going to let us get into one particular topic and really just dig into it instead of trying to glaze over it we can really focus on you know really making sure that we address this thing fully so for the first episode we're gonna how do i put this do I, am i saying we're gonna take shots at dave portnoy because i think we might <laughs> i think we might be taking shots at uh El Presidente there. But basically, it what everybody knows, because it took the the sports world by storm, is the whole Angel Reese, Caitlin Clark, trash-talking situation. Now, before we get way into it, Aaron, how do you feel about this? Because I know Jalen and I, we feel it's, it's all in the game. It's just trash-talking. It's not what started this whole thing in motion. What do you think? Yeah, I think it definitely got blown out of proportion, no matter how I feel about it. I, I think... <laughs> Like we, we can uh, we can talk about like the specifics of it and that type of thing, but where I didn't ever, I didn't really have a huge problem with like what she did. I just think it was excessive on what like and no matter who it like it could be my favorite athlete. If they're just being too excessive, I get a little bit annoyed and I'm like, damn, like just all right, we get it, we get it, we get it. But um, I th- I wasn't as far right as far as uh, opinionated as Portnoy. I'll say it like that. Like yeah. I think he took it too far where I was more – I was in somewhat agreement with him, but I wasn't like, all right, man, like I'm not going to hate the girl for doing it. Like it yeah. was like too strong. That's what I'm saying. But I definitely want to hear your guys' input and, and you know, we'll we'll kind of have that conversation. So I guess we'll get right into it. I mean, for me, Jalen, I don't know about you, one of my favorite things to do is – but I, I love playing devil's advocate when I see hypocrisy. So like if I see – like. Pot calling the kettle black situation, you know, like call, I, I always do my best to call it as I see it. If this is like, cause this happens all the time in every other sport and where Jalen and I grew up, we grew up in, I grew up playing, you know, sports in Northeast Florida, Jalen, you grew up playing sports in Southeast Georgia. That's just how it is. And the rule of trash talk is you can get as almost as excessive as you want until you get punched in the mouth, basically. So the idea is to get in the person's head. The idea is to throw them off their game. The idea is to show you that you're basically dominating them. And if they're not stopping, you keep doing it. It's like playing a fighting video game with you know someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Beat them into submission until they get better. If you want to stop the trash talk, stop me. You start putting me in my place and I'll shut up. <laughs> but until then, like it's, it's part of the game and the fact that it, for those who don't know, if you've been living under a rock, what happened during the, and this was, correct me if I'm wrong, but this was the most viewed women's Final Four championship game ever. 9.9 million. 9.9 million, which is completely unheard of. It's the idea, I mean, the idea for it for me was this brought so much attention to the actual game. And it wasn't just that, it was 
the way Caitlin Clark was trash talking during the Louisville game, you know, waving off their big man, you know, behind the arc. I mean, no one had a problem with that. No one had a problem with her doing, um, you know, the you can't see me thing, which Jalen Rose made a good point. That wasn't originated from John Cena. I don't remember who did that originally, but John Cena said he found that from like a eight or late 80s, early 90s rap video. And he used that ever since then, which I don't remember who it is. And that's why we call it John Cena because everybody knows who he is. <laughs> Fair, but it's it. John Cena did give his credit to who he found that from and yeah. respect that. But it was, how are you going to get mad at somebody for doing the exact same thing as someone else when they were also up fifteen points and call them what Portnoy said? A and you know we're going to get explicit here just to you know for the sake of journalism, a classless piece of shit. I don't see anything classes about it. Jalen, what about you? Nope, not one bit. Uh, I just call it just by the nature of the game. Here's the thing. You're playing You're playing sports. You're playing basketball. You're in the heat of the moment. You're in the game. If you've never been in the heat of the moment, if you've never been in that type of competition or that type of atmosphere, doesn't matter what level. If you've never been in it, you will truly never understand it. Um, when you take account of what all was going on, it's the, it's the national championship game. Mm-hmm. Understand what was on the line. I was on a center, was on a legitimate Cinderella run that was led by Caitlin Clark, uh, Caitlin Clark, who has been dominating the game of basketball the Absolutely. last few, the whole entire month, if not the whole entire season. For LSU side, they've had a team that's been a national championship continue all year, and they have, and they were on the verge, which and they end up you know completing it. But they were on the verge of bringing LSU their first national championship in program history. So there was a lot of history being made. There was a lot of stakes that were on the line. So when you take all that to account, not to mention just the level of sheer talent that was bestowed upon national TV for everybody to be able to see. Of course, the heat of the moment was going to be in there. But here's the other thing. Angel uh, Angel Reese has been consistent with that all year. She's been trash talking everybody all year. They just mm-hmm. They just never truly paid attention to it. She did it. Um, she did. Uh, uh, when LSU came to Tuscaloosa, I was at that game to watch them play. She trashed out the whole time. And she didn't even play her best. She was still trash talking. And when you got a team that's that confident, uh, that's that loaded, not only with just Reese, you have Alexis Morris, you have Jasmine Carson, who had who went five for five from the three um, from three in the first half and knocked down um and not sure if she called glass. But not down a buzzer beating three to end the half. When you got girls like that, plus like you have a stellar coach and um and when you have a stellar coach, it's just like you're gonna be as confident. Plus you think about why why she trash talking, what's her nature, what's her roots. She uh, she resides from um, Baltimore, Maryland. You got a Mar- you got a Baltimore chick in the South. That's gonna intensify. Because if you haven't gotten on anybody from the areas, you got to be tough or else you won't survive. And she talks about her upbringing a bunch of times. So the level of trash talking that she does for what she does and how she does it, that is, I'm not going to take nothing away from her because like, I can only imagine what she went through on, on what she's been through in her life. So for her to act like this is just it's just her nature of how she does things and who she is. It's not bad. It's not classless. It's expressing yourself in a unique way that a lot of people um, that like some people are just not comfortable with. That's their problem, not hers. 
Fair enough. Aaron, what about you? Yeah, so the way I – I mean, for sure. I mean, you got to be – obviously, you you know, you talk on the point of, of her being from Baltimore. Like, I've spent time in Baltimore. Obviously, I, haven't, I don't live there. I don't I don't pretend like I know what she went through by, by any means. Um, my thing is – I, no matter no matter who it is, right? So it could be somebody that grew up privileged. It could be somebody that grew up, um, you know, in a, in a rough environment such as her. But I I just when it got to the point that this is where I was uh, is I wouldn't say she's a classless piece of shit. That that's taking it to the f- fullest extreme. And yeah, I, I'm never gonna. I'm, I'm glad that. we it's agree like, on that part. Yeah, <laughs> right. It's not like she was putting middle fingers and and mooning the other girl in the court or whatever. You know, what I mean, it's no Randy Moss type type you know allegation or anything like that but it's like i just thought it was just the 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 you can't see me you can't see me you can't see me over and over and over again or like how long it went on i was just like all right we get it like i it's like the same thing with conor mcgregor that's that's somebody i can point to is like he would just continuously talk shit talk shit talk shit talk shit and and for me it's just nauseating because it just gets to be too much like for me let, let your playing do the talking like she she balled out, you know, LSU won, Iowa. And, and even when uh when Caitlin Clark was doing it, I was like, all right, like it's whatever. But like when it it just for me, it's just a fine line of and that's just me. Like, you know, if she mm-hmm. wants to do that, I'm not gonna like crucify her for it. I'm not gonna be like, you know, she should be suspended or fined or like I don't even know what people are saying in in relation to that. I was just like, all right, enough of it. Like if somebody hits a home run and does a bat flip and runs the bases backwards or something, I'd be like, enough of it. You know what I mean? That That's just where I come from. Like, I like the the very humble people, and, like, when they're winning, they're winning, and, and you just – they just go about their business. But I totally understand it, too. So, you know what I mean? I, I'm just, like I, – I don't know how to exactly explain where I'm coming from. Like I said, I don't have a problem, a massive problem. It's not my cup of tea, but it doesn't mean that she can't do that. Like, yeah. Because it definitely brings attention to the sport, too, like – because of all that, bad, good, or indifferent, whatever, however the general public feels, that game got so much press, so much publicity after the fact that mm-hmm. it'll probably, it'll roll into next season too. So there's always going to be people like like uh, like Jalen Ramsey. He's the type of guy that always talks shit. He's always going to be that guy. Like it is what it is. You know what I mean? I'm not going to hate on it. It's not my like cup of tea per se. Like I said, but. Whatever. Like, if you can back it up, that's the thing. You, She backed it up. If she would have done yeah. this and they're down 40 points, I would have been like, all right, you're a clown. But That's yeah. fair. Okay, so I'll give you – and that's kind of like what Jalen and I were talking about. So, like, for those who didn't – and I'm sure we have people who grew up playing sports, but, like, as someone who played, like – it doesn't happen as much, like – how do I put it this way? I think It happens more in the park than it does, like, you know, everywhere else. I mean, Jalen, correct me if I'm wrong on that one. And, Aaron, I'm sure you agree with me on that, too. Like, it happens more, like, on the park and the pickup games than it does anywhere else because that's just people messing around. But, like, it also happens at the professional level. And the biggest thing for me, and there's – again, it goes back to calling out hypocrisy. And what I'm going to try to do – all right, can you guys see what I'm looking at here? Yeah. yeah. Okay, so for audio-friendly podcast. Um, So <laughs> I just want to pull this up for you guys so you guys see what I'm talking about. So what we're looking at right now, I've just so basically when this whole thing came down and I was getting frustrated, it was for me, I was trying to pull up other moments in sports where there's been trash talking and no one has had an issue with it. And everybody's been like, oh, you got him. That's great. Uh." So like first example we have, we're looking at Antoine Winfield Jr. throwing up the peace sign to Tyreek Hill during the Super Bowl after he picked him off or after he caused a fumble. I don't remember which happened, but like, how do you guys feel about this one? Is this classy, trashy or... Just a part of the I call, game. I call it karma. 
Yeah, it's karma. Aaron, what about you? Yeah, I do. I do agree. Like it's especially in the like not to take anything away. That was the national championship too. Like mm-hmm. that's where I do give her more of a pass too. Like if it right. was just a regular season game, but like in these big games, like there's gonna be. I mean, there's so much hostility, and then you're talking about football on top of that, where you're physically, you know, imposing your right. Way. So, so we've got that one. So we all agree that this one, the football one, was totally fine. It's karma. Nothing wrong with that at all. No, Listen, no. I'm not trying, Aaron. I'm not trying to set you up here to put you in a bad spot, man. That's not. No, no, no. no. It's all good. It's all yeah. good. We can we can have that. You know, we can have a conversation. Not my intention with this at all. Again, my whole intention was showing or coming up with these pictures was basically showing all the the what everybody's been okay with versus you know somehow Angel Reese's you know a classless you know whatever. Which don't isolate public, that audience. Basically, being, not true. basically being deemed public enemy number one. Exactly, and for no reason. So we have that. Next one we have is the famous Richard Sherman moment, uh, which we all know and love. You're going to try to cover me with a sorry receiver like Crabtree. That's what you're going to get every time. Like, that's – what do we feel about that? It's right after the game. Do we think this is karma? We think this is classy or not – I don't want to say classy because classy seems bad. Let's say – No, here's the – Part part of the game. That whole classy comment, it just goes – for me, look, my upbringing is you show classless – a lot of people want to show up classless everywhere. Not everybody's like that. Some people mm-hmm. are going to act like how they want to because that's what makes them comfortable uh, to a certain degree. So that whole classless, I, fit, uh, I feel like that fits at a banquet, that fits at a meeting, that fits at anything type of, type of a business yeah. type venture. But when, when sports is being played, when you got on your uniforms, everything, throw that class and throw that classes out of the way. Long as you respect the game and respect like the opponent because they're on the same journey as you. Um, forget the class. Uh, forget the classless thing. It's about to me. It is breaking about, news, everyone. Yeah, <laughs> uh, break breaking the butts kicked by the um, by the um by the Padres. So we can get the baseball in a little bit. Yeah, uh, but that whole classless. I throw that out the window when the game when the game's being played. Mm-hmm. Uh, show classless when uh, show class uh, like show classiness when you're doing interviews and whatnot and stuff like that. But once the game's being played, throw that out the window, throw that at your expectations. This ain't a business venture. This is a, this is a game. See, that's one part where I'm going to disagree with you actually. Uh, Cause there are moments like in Dominican Sue stepping on guys like, to okay. Yeah. Pers- There's okay, moments- but his thing, that's not yeah. a classless thing. Like now, if you want to say that's dirty, all right, you got me. Dirt, uh, playing, playing dirty. I feel like that, that yeah, is classless. Like that, if you're that- trash talking, that's all the name of the game. That's just all the sport. That's just everything. Aaron, I'm guessing you share a similar mindset with that. And it, we, we say this all the time. Like, no, no, we don't want to see anybody get hurt. Like, that's not the idea of this. We don't like cheap shots. We don't like any of this crap. But, like, that's what I would deem classless. That's what I would deem, you know, something that you could have that Dave Portnoy type reaction where you call someone a classless piece of shit versus them just bragging about them winning. Like, that's different. I'll I'll bring up a, an example of that. Like, what do you think about? Like, I think you can make the case that Vontez Perfect was a classless piece of shit. Like, he, how many t- how many people did he lay out and end their careers? And I I really think you can make an argument that it was intentional. Like, I really think you can make a legitimate argument it was intentional that he he went out there with a purpose of trying to hurt people severely. Like, actually hurt people. I'll give you some of those, not all of those, because some of those were clean hits. But not all of them. The the biggest thing for me and what like so here's my thing. If 
you're not as someone who played slot receiver in high school. My job was to get my head or try not to get my head taken off as I went across the middle by the linebacker. He wanted to just completely destroy me. If you're not paying attention and you get hit square in the numbers, that's on you. But if he's doing the headshots that he did, that yeah, if you're going for someone's head, that's not okay. You're Great, physically trying to knock them out. But like if, Greg Williams, did you ever hear about the Greg Williams? Like the oh, bounty? the bounty gate, absolutely. I got it. I get into it with a Titans fan, and this is my my moment of Jaguars love and Titans hate during the show. Uh, but <laughs> Greg Williams is known for being not doing the bounty gate type thing, and even before bounty gate, he got or um what nobody really talked about, he would actually steal um opposing teams' offensive playbooks. I heard about that. That happened uh, with the Titans when he was the one of the assistant coordinators for the Titans. He would steal offensive teams' playbooks. And he would use them to practice, which is you can try to learn their plays through film. That's different. If you physically have their playbook because you actively try to go out and get it, that's different. That's 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 crap. You can't do that. But yeah, I, I think that's fair. I mean, it's there, and there are definitely players that kind of have that cheap shot. You know, cheap shots are classless. We all understand that. We all agree with that. It's I feel like we yeah, we're on the same page with that one. But when it comes to specifically talking, like that's that's just part of the game. So we got that one. We all agree. I think what okay. So what do you think? And about also, the biggest thing, the biggest thing is with trash talking is like long as it doesn't lead to actual fighting. Yes, it needs if to it stay on the field. If it doesn't lead to that, then let it go. Stays on the field. The second the, the second that clock has zero, it's over. That's it. It's all part of the game. I mean, that's that's just how it is. So. Sherman, what do we think? If by those rules, we think the Sherman moment's a bit out of line because of it was on the field, block at zero, and he's still running. What do we think? We agree, we disagree. We think this is over the line. We think this is within the rights. It, I think it's I think it's within the rights. It's 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 a see, I think and I, and this is like an argument we could have just based on Sherman, but I think like <laughs> just like the people he had around him, I'm not gonna say like I'm not trying to take away the moment from him. Like he made the play, right? But right. like having Camp Chancellor back there, having all like that Legion of Boom. Like if it was just like him on an island constantly, I'd be like, look, man, I tip my cap every time to him. But mm-hmm. he was constantly like proclaiming he he's the best, he's the best, he's the best. And I'm like, look, man, like I, I'm not trying to say you weren't, but I'm not trying to say, like I was always kind of like on that middle ground with him because. Mm-hmm whole defense was loaded so it's not like it wasn't like a Revis situation where Revis was the guy and And it wasn't didn't come out and Revis didn't never came out and talk like that so hey to each their own like Sherman Mm -hmm. can do that that's his that's his right but I was that's his thing that's his thing yeah that's his thing and the thing is he's he's had help backing it up but he's been backing it up so I feel like this is still within the rights of the game because it's still a championship thing it's right as a clock at zero emotions are still hot if he had did the and I actually think he came out and apologized for this um, if he had done this like three days after the game, yeah, that's that's a little out of line. But I mean, this is I feel like this is that gray area where everything it's still within the bounds of just pure trash talk. Emotions were running high, too. You yeah, gotta, obviously, it's, it's, it's a heavy a, game and it's NFL. Like NFL is your your <laughs> testosterone is up through the roof. So exactly. Jalen, what about you? What do you think? You think is when the bounce of it? Do you think this is out of line? And we'll go. Hey. Next one. So this is actually 
from to get back to the main topic at hand, this is actually from the game before where Caitlin Clark was playing Louisville and telling a player that you're it's a it's a screenshot of a gift, so nothing's actually playing. But she actually said you're down by 15 points. Shut up. Which again, I'm not knocking her for this at all. This is all within the bounds of the game. You're beating someone by 15. Either they score 15 in two minutes or shut up. <laughs> That's just how it is. You're beating them by 15. You have the right to talk. And it's to go into the championship game. Let them have it. I mean, I think it's perfectly within bounds. Nothing wrong with us. Jalen, what about you? Fine. Aaron? Yeah, I mean, we, we don't know what the other player was saying, too. She could have been calling her this, that, and the third. Yeah. So, we'll, we never know. That's the thing, too. We never know the other side of it. No, and like, I mean, you get a lot of these players get caught on hot mics, especially baseball players. And oh, yeah. They're not saying the the most friendly of things, obviously. Um, so, yeah, I mean, at the at the end of the day, it, it, it's when it's like like the Sherman one was kind of uh, a separate one, only because he was being interviewed. But mm-hmm. like when it's two players talking to each other, it's like, man, you you have you have no clue. Like there is so much worse conversation than that, even. So obviously, I'll give any player to player the benefit of the doubt when they're talking to each other, because mm-hmm. like I said, I don't know what's being said both sides you know well i guess on that note we can kind of go a little bit off the rails here with player to fan interaction so like especially recently we're talking about what a fan said to a player we can talk about what happened with angels catcher where he it was angels catcher right where he grabbed buddy by the shirt i think third baseman rendon third baseman yeah rendon rendon grabbed a fan by the shirt and looked like he was about to take a swing at him like that's depending on what he said that's still out of line. Like it, it's there's very few instances where I feel like you have the right to jump into the stands. And there are instances where I feel you have every right. Like Trey Young during the Knicks game, which I okay, here's my thing. I'm gonna go in this very short rabbit hole here. If you guys will bear with me for a second. <laughs> I think ever I since lockdown, but I can I'll make it quick. I think ever since lockdown and ever since lockdown was over and people were allowed to go outside again, they forgot how to act. Because this never really happened as often. It, it happened, but it didn't happen as often before. You can't have bottle caps at State Farm Arena because people were throwing them onto the court. And then they took the water bottle away from you and put it in a cup because people were throwing the bottles on the court. You can't. And that wasn't happening before. You look at what happened in New York with Trey Young, where I feel like at this point, Trey Young had every right to jump into the stands. Knicks fans were trying to spit on him. Ain't no try. They did. They did. They were spitting on him and they were. Yeah. Go in the stands. <laughs> Go in the stands at that point. I'm on your side at this point. Like that's you can't. People need to understand that these are not only they're athletes, but they're also they're people. Like if you you wouldn't do that to anyone else in public, you wouldn't run up to somebody and spit in their face in public and then expect them to not do anything. <laughs> that's the of, thing. A lot of people do not pay attention to this actual consequences that occur. In certain situations, they don't. One, they don't believe that it's going to happen to them, so they feel like they could do anything. Especially the ones that like feel like, "Oh, I paid this money; I should have the right to do what I want." I paid three grand to sit courtside to have the right to spit on a a person. Like, no, you don't. Don't isolate that audio either. <laughs> you don't have the right to do that. I mean, Aaron, you're shaking your head. I'm guessing you agree with us on this. Like, it's yeah. I mean, it, it gets to be like, I mean, it really, really gets to be like you're treating these people in you inhumanely. Like, 
I'm, I mean, I get it. Like, I, I'm not gonna say I get it, but like alcohol plays a part, you know, yeah. uh, you, you're rooting for your team. Let's say you hate the other team. You hate Trey, whatever reason. But like, like you said, I mean, you can't go up to somebody and spit. I mean, that is like, you're, you're projecting literally saliva onto someone that first of all, you don't know. Like, it's not like they, yeah. you took your wife away from you. Like it's a basketball game at the end of the day. It's whatever, even if it's a playoff game, NBA finals, whatever. It's like, damn, man, like, get get yourself in check. Like, I mean, I know the Knicks haven't won crazy. anything since the dinosaurs walked the earth, but, I mean, that's that's neither here nor there. <laughs> no. All right, well, let, let's keep rolling with this one. It, just, again, just to kind of poke, poke at some of the stuff. One of the most iconic moments in basketball with AI stepping over now NBA head coach Tyron Liu. What do we think about this? We think this is well within the bounds. We think this is We think this is too far. What do we think? I think this is within the bounds because he broke his ankles and AI is AI. I mean, that's the tie didn't stop him. That's just how it is. It's you, you that's that's always been my thing. If you don't like how they're speaking to you, shut them up. Play better than them. Especially when you're not doing anything that's like, you know, out of out of bounds for say. Yeah. I mean, Aaron, what do you think about this one? Do you think it's within the bounds? We think this is yeah, far. I think this was one of the most savage moments of all time. It's like, great. <laughs> it's it's like you crossed him over. He, you know, he fell on his backside, and you're stepping over him just to like just put the icing on the cake. Like that is like I just own you, and like I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you know it. I mean, I think I think like Kobe would do the same thing. Like these these yeah. guys that are assassins on the court. Like, I mean, it, it's it's awesome that it happened. Like. I almost feel a little bit bad for Tyron and Lou in that nah. situation. But nah, he's doing good in life. <laughs> he's yeah, all right. He, he's, all, he's all right. He got to get his emotion. Like he, I know he was always having like health pro- or heart problems because he's mm-hmm. too stressed out. But hey, I mean, yeah. At the end of the day, like you said, if, if you if you can't stop him, like stuff like this is gonna happen. It's just like, man, I I I I've been on the I've been on that side. Not not to say that example, but I've been like crossed over or whatever. Yeah. It, it sucks. Like I'm not gonna. Oh. You're, also, it's not easy. It's not easy to do. Right, right. It's not easy to cross them over to the point where they fall down. Yeah, yeah. And but my thing is like we live in the the inner. Like there was a uh, an outfielder on the Orioles the other day, and he dropped a routine fly ball, and like that moment will be on YouTube forever. Like forever. I, I do kind of feel for these people as people. I'm saying like mm-hmm. it sucks. This will be always like somebody some some asshole on the street will pull him aside and be like, hey man, look, can you can you take a picture of me? And then by the way, check this out. And then bang, you know, like yep. that's. Almost traumatizing, but, but also makes it worse because it's there forever. It also puts a, an unrealistic expectation of being actually perfect. Mm-hmm. Exactly, that's very well said. Yeah, and the thing for that too, because you mentioned Kobe, and like that brings up some of my uh, the arguments I was making with everybody during this. Some of the greatest trash talkers to ever play this game, no one ever said a bad thing about. You're talking about Larry Bird, who was one of the biggest trash talkers ever in the NBA, and that's been backed up by. Everybody, Barkley said it. Everybody has said like this dude talked so much trash, but the reason why he got away with it is because he backed it up. There was a playoff game where he looked at the guy guarding him and said, here's what I'm going to do. They're going to inbound the ball. I'm going to run over here and then I'm going to angle back towards the sideline. I'm going to catch the ball and I'm going to hit a three right in your face to win the game. And he did it. (laughs) Stop it. Stop it or get out of the way. Like, stop it or just don't don't say anything. That happened. You mentioned Kobe being an assassin. Iman Shumper tells a story all the time. 
And nope. I'm sure you guys heard it. Shumpert oh. was having a really good game against Kobe. Fourth quarter comes around and Kobe looks at Shumpert and says, you had a good game, young fella. And Shumpert's like, there, there's a whole quarter left. And Kobe dropped 40 in a quarter. <laughs> Crazy. Like, it's the next level of, of these guys, you know. Don't even get me started on Jordan either. But it's still like, it. stop it or shut up. Like, that's exactly how it is for me. Like, it's all within the game. Like, Next one. Sometimes you just got to understand, like, there's just levels to this. Exactly. Next one, Aaron Donald doing the ring celebration. We think it's within the rights. We what? Think it's you talking top. about at the end of the Super Bowl? End of the Super Bowl, the ring celebration. After he sacked Burrow to stop the drive and no, give the Rams the ball back. Completely valid. valid. Game's out of hand, completely valid. Aaron? Yeah, that, that was pretty awesome, I thought. Like, to make like you make the play and you make a statement like that, like in the biggest game of 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 all of them. So yeah, yeah, obviously like that that type of thing. I'm all for that. Like mm-hmm. I lo- like stuff like that more so than I like quote unquote talking or whatever after the game. That's that's just like savage mode right there. I get you. What about this one, Kobe throwing up the LA once the game is completely over against Indiana? We think we uh, to all the crowd. We think this is within the rights. With or uh, when did, not- when did he do this? I don't remember what game this was. I think it was a playoff game where it was against Indiana. If it was a finals, valid. Yeah, I think it was playoff. I don't know if it was finals, but I think it was playoff for sure. I think it's, if it's valid. Play- if it's playoffs and he's playing Indiana, then it's the finals. Mm-hmm. Oh, fair enough. You're right. Might be. Oh, good God, I'm dumb. Sorry. <laughs> I'm really dumb sometimes. You're right. It might have been finals. I don't remember. But, I mean, even then, like, it's I've, valid. Aaron, what do you think? Yeah, that's that's awesome. Like, just making it once again. You're making a statement. I don't know. You you just I mean you're backing it up, and, and you know you own them. So it's like Aaron. Rod- like I don't know if you're gonna bring it up. Like Aaron Rodgers doing. Like I own you. It's like well, he, you know, he might not own them. Statistically, he, yeah. He the statistically, yeah. Yeah. I may hate Aaron offended, Rodgers, but statistically, you can yeah. get offended. But like statistically, he's right. Yeah, I hate Aaron Rodgers as a person. I think this whole crap going on with the jets either did pull the trigger or don't at this point i'm tired of it but like th- this is the lebron decision all over again but like either make the trade or don't at this point but again back to what we're saying statistically he owns the bears that's just how it is this not was my super, favorite not so not so much super bowls but the bears no. yeah oh no no, no. this was my favorite one this is my favorite one i found so for those who aren't looking or obviously you're not looking because we're not streaming this or posting this video anywhere this is a screenshot of uh el presidente himself uh with a picture of pat bev doing the he's too little celebration to lebron james saying this may be my new screensaver i love it so much Within the rights, out of line. What do we Did think? Did you beat him that night? I don't remember. This was recently. This was, I think, the last time the Rockets played, or the second to last time. Hang on, I gotta find it. I don't know if it's off my head. He might not have beat him, but this was during the not moment. The Rockets. That was about when he was with the Bears. I mean, yeah, if you beat him, yeah, and he and like, but it's Patrick Beverly at the same time because he's been he's been doing that his whole career. Exactly. I have no problem if for guys that have been doing type stuff like that their entire career because mm-hmm. it, that shows consistency. This was my favorite because it again it shows the hypocrisy where him doing this totally fine, but Angel Reese doing this or doing celebrations similar to this not okay. That's what I have an issue with. Is why is this okay, but why is what she did not okay? Aaron, I got an answer. For, I got well. Aaron, you go ahead. No, go go ahead. Go ahead on that. 
Here's the reason why a lot of people are okay with it, and sometimes and like and they're not okay with uh, Angel Reese doing it. One, the consistent and one consistency of uh, not by nature It's natural for a guy to uh, to compete, to be brash, to be aggressive, and use another term. Sadly, and sadly, by the bougie community that I would call barbaric <laughs> compared to a woman built by the ideal stereotype that has been in society for uh, for generations women are supposed to be classy ladylike yada 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 that's why it's been a big problem now as much as a lot of things have like changed and gotten better uh, like got, some things have gotten better in the world a lot of the things have stayed the same which is um, wild as far Sorry, as, as far as like but ideally which is wild to me because if anybody's ever met another human being, they know that that's like you can be refined, but also dish it back out. So let, let's keep wrapping it real quick. So we got this is the last one and then we'll not or we'll close this out because we've been dragging on for a little bit. I think we're all making our point. Um, Tim Tebow, Mr. Jesus himself, uh, Florida Jesus doing the Gator Chomp with a minute left against Oklahoma is called Passion. But it, the game was up by 14 double digit or at least double digit points. I don't know because I game watched over. the game. Game yeah, was game over, over, but this is okay. Yeah, I, I think this is perfectly here's, fine. Here's, here's, here's another reason why they kind of solidified it. If you're doing a comparison, it's okay regardless of the situation. One, he's been one, he was balling in that game. Two, he's about mm-hmm. to win the national championship, bring Florida national championship. Three, I believe he won a Hyman that year, so he's uh, all we talking about weight. We're talking 08, yeah. I don't think what the high's been in 08. No, this is 2010. 08 was Ohio State. 2010 was right, Oklahoma. Right, right. So he won the Heisman in 08. 2010 was his senior year. And when did he win a national championship? 2008, 2000, or, uh, 2006, 2006, 2010. Okay. Seems like yesterday, like a little bit. I don't think he won no championship in 2010. Pretty sure he did. I might be getting my days wrong. Anyways, not the no, point. No, because like we won, because Bama won our national championship in uh, 09. That's what started the dynasty because Cam won it in 10. It might. It was 2006, 2008. I'm wrong. Yep, I'm wrong. 2006, 2008. Because yep. he won the he won the Heisman 2000. So uh, Heisman 2007, and then he won the yep. national 2008. Yeah. Okay. So back in 08. So back in 08, during that time, he's still like he's still the reigning Heisman winner. You know, until after no, no, no scratch that. Sam Bradford won Heisman that year. Because mm-hmm. that was the Heisman curse, where if you mm-hmm. win the Heisman, you don't win the Natty. You don't win the Natty, and he, like Tim Tebow went out, he balled out. Uh, everything he did at the end of the game, it was valid, but he's mm-hmm. always been, he's, he was consistent. Mm-hmm. I bet you when he first started doing that, a lot of people, it rubbed people the wrong way, but he stayed consistent with Exactly. Him. Aaron, what do you think? We think within the bounds, we think out of bounds. I think, I think that's within the bounds. Like I said, like that's another action during the game, like mm-hmm. whatever, you know, it's the Florida Gator chomp. Everybody knows what it is. Um, my thing is like, man, Tebow got <laughs> no pun. I mean, there is a pun intended, I guess. <laughs> But like that guy got crucified more than I mean. Like granted, you could say you could say he wasn't the best passer, this, that, and the third, obviously. But mm-hmm. the guy did. I mean, he was. We, you know, that's a different argument for a different day. Like, was he a winner, this and that, in, in the NFL, whatever, yeah. being sustainable. But man, like people really just did anything they could to knock that guy down. Oh, absolutely. Uh, it was one. He was heavily religious, and like he, and he 
did not shy away from that, from who right. he was. And again, to a lot of people, that rode them on that rode them the wrong way. All right, well, let, let's keep this rolling because I know we're, we're hitting our 30-minute time frame for what we're trying to keep the show at. So last point I want to make was after all this really started, you know, it, I feel like it hit its peak. Caitlin Clark even said in an interview, why are they getting chastised for this? Why are they getting like why are they getting looked at that way? It's all part of the game. I would have done the same thing. So again, I think this goes to further goes to show like you don't have trash talking is part of the game. That that's and I'll, I'll end on this point. Trash talking is part of the game. If you don't like it, then don't watch the game. This is what's happened. It's always happened this way. The players, if they don't like it, will play better or they won't, and they'll keep getting talked to like that. That's just how it is. You have guys whose its job is to bug you and to get in your head, and it works. So, I mean, I think Portnoy was beyond out of line getting to this point, and all the people agreeing with him to the nth degree drove me insane. Jalen, what about you? Same. Aaron? Yeah, he took it way too – like I said, I, I'm not a fan of all that type of stuff usually, but he took mm-hmm. it way – like, I don't know. He's very, very opinionated. I give him that, but – you can also be wrong, uh, but Apt, oh, absolutely, we've been wrong yeah. before. We're going to be wrong again. It, it's, it's like <laughs> that was his point. He put it out there for the masses, and and that's like he can do that. You know, what I mean, it's yeah. just, he has a platform. He has a huge platform. So it was fun to watch him backpedal, though. They're really just trying to justify, it, and everyone's like, "No, come on, yeah. man." Anyways, well. We've had our limit for the show. Everyone, we appreciate you guys coming on for the first show. If you liked more of these, let us know. Aaron, where can the people find you? We appreciate you coming on too, man. It was yeah, fun man. as usual. We got one of you. We need to get the other. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thanks. I appreciate you guys having me on. Uh, check us out at Brulion Sports uh, Twitter, Brulion Sports without the uh, without the T. And uh, yeah, just we're on Spotify, Apple Music, all the other places you can find a find a podcast. But yeah, appreciate the the time. It was fun, fellas, for sure. Definitely. I want to get into our shoutouts before we go on our usual thing at the end. I'll make it quick. Thank you, thank you, thank you everyone for listening. We really do appreciate it. If you like the show, you know, as Pad McAfee says, be a friend, tell a friend. Um, I didn't come up with that on my own. I just like how it sounds. But be a friend. Tell all your friends. Tell everyone you know. Tell your crazy uncle, um, your parents, your distant relative you haven't spoken to in 20 years. Everybody you know. If you didn't like the show, this never happened, and you're not getting the 30 minutes of your life back. I appreciate it, but we're not going to try, and we're not going to give it to you that way because we can't. Um, we want to give it. If you want to get a shout out from us before we get into those, you retweet the show, you rate us five stars, comment, feed the algorithm gods, and we keep going this way. The people getting shout-outs this week, as usual, our boy Austin over the Wrestling World Podcast. It was a blast having him on last week. Jim over Fan in the Van, which I'm excited to do a show with him next week. Brent and Dave over 1420, uh, the BS in Sports Podcast. Aaron, you and JD, as always, over Bruliana Sports. Nate's Daily Wager, our boy Darian over Chill Takes. Dave and John over Level the Playing Field, which we need to get them on a show soon. Uh, the We Like Sports podcast, Sports Betting with Jake and Scott, Sports Blitz with Rob and Chris, the Refiltered and the Stupid History Minute podcast, and the Visit Vegas Places podcast. And that'll be it for us. So thank you, thank you, thank you. And as always, we'll see you next time. Peace.